Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Momos and the Appas, a podcast discussing the Avatar universe's folklore episode by episode. We're your hosts, Eric Lefebri, Dr. Amber Jones, and Jessica Tercero. We're continuing our journey through Avatar The Last Airbender. We're on book one water and we've made it to chapter 10, Jet. In this chapter, we meet Jet, canonically the worst, a sociopath young Johnny Depp type (laughs) who underneath this heroic facade is definitely hiding ill intent. I tried to do it the whole time. I couldn't. It it was good. I loved that. It really added to it. I forgot that I meant to do that at some point when I said Jeff. So as we teased previously, it's going to be a big old fuck this guy. What's Um, his name? Dart. Jort. Jort. Jeremy. Bort. Bort. Yeah, exactly. Um, Bart. Jet is uh one of these Jeff sort of hot co- hot coded <laughs> oh my god like like the charming villain he's perfect in that like there's this underlying but I'm doing good yeah without the understanding or the repercussions of what good means it's like he's so stuck in the binary of good and bad that he's he forgets all nuance of like Anything that could, like, on the surface may look bad, but actually isn't, or on the surface looks good and actually isn't. Um, he sucks. He's incredibly bad. manipulative. He reminds yeah. me of, like, my high school boyfriends that were just <laughs> where they make everybody like them and, like, make, like, he does a lot of those tactics where, like, he just, like, gaslights everybody. He um, yes. makes it so you trust him and him only. Like, one of the first things he does is just, like, um, like discredit Sokka where, um, what is it? He says, um, like, oh, well, your instincts are going to get you killed, right? Where this whole episode, like, before we meet him, Sokka is relying on his instincts, which get them in, like, you know, a little bit of trouble, whatever. Yeah. But, like, so kind of immediately sowing that kind of like distrust um, amongst Sokka and like oh Jet's cool he obviously has it all together and everything um and he compliments everyone tells them that they're super important um but then he also like asks for their help because he like show feigns this like humility right where it's like oh mm-hmm. I can't do this without you uh I'm nothing without you this 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 won't be able to happen we won't be able to save these people right and he also just like fucking straight up lies where he like beats up old men and plants you know uh assassin daggers on them and like he like all of these tactics i'm just like this makes sense why katara is like fucking into him because like i had this experience girl i get it but i'm glad that you saw it but and got out before things got real bad yeah yes um i would like to say like so jet's ultimate mistake right off the bat is assuming Sokka was like the strongest in a sense because I feel like he assumes like oh I gotta discredit this guy who's clearly like their leader or so or the only one who could really like challenge me because the avatar yeah he's powerful but he's a little kid and yeah. you like shake some keys in front of him at in this episode <laughs> and Aang's like cool yeah let's go play <laughs> and 
But he he totally he underestimates Katara by thinking that he can just manipulate her because he's cute and he's tall and he does this whole like little swoop in thing that I'm sure all it did was just like flush Katara with his like pheromones. <laughs> yeah. And they both, uh, his parents were also killed by firebenders. So b- that fake bonding through trauma, you know what trauma I mean? Trauma bonding. Classic trauma bond. Oh, yeah. As I was rewatching this, I'm like, um, so this whole episode is going to be about like what trauma does to children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it, because literally it is that sort of his whole, this this facade of like, I'm gonna do to them what they did to me, which to, to that the feeling is valid. The the, mm-hmm. the way that he's like processing is valid, but there is he does not he is indistinguishable from the villainy that was done to him. Yeah, in the way that he wants to do it to everybody else just because they're Fire Nation and it's well he he loses the humanity of anything because of this veil of trauma and this veil of of badness of sadness of like and his revenge doesn't stop at fire nation he doesn't care who gets in the way he doesn't care who he sacrifices or who he's putting in danger he just wants to hurt somebody he doesn't care who it is oh so like so much pain Uh, oh yeah (laughs) because he's and like he's set up his own little lord of the flies cult of personality thing and he realizes that even having all of their adoration doesn't make him feel good um and so he's like what if i murder a whole town um and and destruction of a dam is just even more violent like you know you they might need that for electricity it's i know that they don't really have it's water source but Yeah. yeah dams are important parts of landscapes and ecologies it's and i mean i i think is it Sokka who says it um at the end the whole idea of like um oh we're ridding this valley of like Mm -hmm. badness like if you get rid of them what else is there like there's nothing there everyone will be dead everyone will be dead (laughs) what do you think you're doing like truly what do you think that this is gonna do like and he what, hasn't thought what? that far. What? He hasn't yeah. thought that far because all he can though, feel is his pain. Even though he said like he lost them when he was eight, he's clearly like at least five years yeah. older, at least five, if not six years older, right? Yeah. And he's still not only like you know um, spewing out all of this like uh, all of this on everybody else, like all that negativity, all of that pain, oh. all of that hurt, but he's like bringing people under his wing in this super gross manipulative way that like he like almost kind of cult-like it to an um, yeah. to his, wait his wait neck. wait i have an observation for you yes jet as batman oh my yeah. god oh my yeah. god yes yeah the 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 the, the way the... he recruits other little traumatized children to fight yeah. his little battles and make them little ninja people <laughs> and hide in the shadows yeah. and the fake 
the yeah. well and also the the love the sort of cult of personality like apart from the the two sides where it's like the bruce wayne and the batman bruce wayne being yeah. a large public figure yeah um very well known very charming uh wait does he get into his like background of family of like wealth is he wealthy was he wealthy <laughs> i don't i don't think there's anything to suggest That's, he was oh, wealthy okay. just that his entire village was burned down yeah um so there isn't like that like crazy privilege um yeah. there but there is be. just like well i lost everything he's he he's and... big pri- he's big private school au pair vibes because like <laughs> how else um how else like somebody had to know how to build those tree houses and how to have those sort of survival skills and know where to procure like those those things not to say mm. that but like there's a, a feat of engineering there for an eight-year-old that like i feel there like is. wouldn't be available to them if, unless there wasn't was some sort of privilege and then i mean it's someone built that <laughs> playground in the sky it's somebody uh which it turns man Batman Turns out he's dead. Laura Croft's younger brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Um, I, I, something I wanted to add to uh, what y'all were saying about the idea of why he mistook Sokka as being sort of the mm-hmm. leader. Mm-hmm. It goes into that. I mean, again, it is just like patriarchal misogyny because it is the, yeah. the assumption of like the oldest male or the oldest masculine presenting figure. That's the person who holds the power. That's the person who's leading, obviously. Because uh, we, we don't see obviously... any. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I, I think there's a say... delay well... on this. So, like, if oh, I'm interrupting, gotcha. I'm so sorry. I won't use the. Oh no, next no, time. you're you're totally good. Um, just in terms of the way that the show already has subverted that, it's interesting to watch this obvious, foolish, hurt character completely misread the room when it comes to the power dynamics of team avatar as we see them i mean he's truly like his whole structure is incredibly patriarchal do we see any women do we see any little girls i mean i think smeller b yeah i think but also male coded right they do like male code like i was tomboy coded yeah Iroh mistakes her for a boy and like she corrects him. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It's big. It's big where the wild things are sort of masculine rompy boy behavior. Mm -hmm. So to that degree. Yeah. I think they, they, they as a group collectively exude boyish, like masculinity, foolishness. Lost boys. Lost boy vibes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, 100% that, that whole, they feed off of each other in that way with that with that in mind of like the the they all buy into that like you were saying the cult of personality there is this leader who is charming charismatic and knows how to to speak to some degree with a sense of authority so they they feed into that sort of power that patriarchal masculinity in a way that like oh we're gonna be we're at your service like whatever you need us to do we're not gonna question your motives at all because wow your your bravado is so defined so we're not gonna (laughs) you know part of me wonders how long he's been in control or like you know in power of the these kids because i mean like the the everybody else is very like except for like maybe um tiny 
or whatever his name is. Um, but like they're all um, much younger than him. And so yeah. like I wonder like because they do question him at one time where they're like, hey, what about the people in the town? What about this? And he's like, that's yeah. what they're going to have to pay. So there is like he is um, they are questioning what they're doing. They just don't yeah. know any better. I think you know? Jet has yeah. a sense of, you know, they're all looking to him. And so I think it's less like he's making stuff up and more like he is really that paranoid. Um, And also a sense of he's not always going to be able to answer their questions or dissuade them. And, um, and it's, it's, it's more like he has a death wish himself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think. And he's like trying to get away. And yeah, the way that they like, I don't know, just going back to that whole like Batman mentality and that like I'm saving <laughs> under the guise of like I'm saving everybody. He calls his group the Freeman Freedom Fighters, which yeah. he's not going to be saving anybody because he is literally <laughs> going to kill everybody and incredibly yeah. offensive. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so, it's just like it's so fake and first thought and so manipulative. I do like. Yeah that the episode really is designed to give Sokka his like due diligence as part of team avatar. Cause mm-hmm. thus far it is very clearly like he doesn't bend. He's kind of the butt of the joke. He's kind of a little misogynist mm-hmm. asshole, but like well-meaning all that stuff. And in this episode, it's like, they're lying. I know you don't believe me. Mm-hmm. And he, it is kind of his, like he is the episode savior. Well, and I feel too, like, ever since the episode with Suki, like, he has kind of, like, started to shed his misogyny and his, like, yeah. Um, yeah. like, we are, I feel, seeing a really organic growth in this character to where mm. now he's not just a fool and he's not just discrediting everybody because of their age mm-hmm. or because, I mean, age, he's still kind of like, oh, well, I'm the oldest, so... But, like, mm. I think that's more out of a, a place of, like, protection rather than, like, oh, yeah. I'm older. You mm-hmm. have to listen to me. He's trying to, you know, protect his sister and protect Aang. And, like, I, I feel like we're just seeing him um, take on this role that he was meant to. But in order to do that, he had to shed um, his preconceived notions of the world and how it worked and patriarchy and all of that. So we don't really see him yeah. question people in that same way. You know, so when he's talking and it's really interesting how his lines and everything are written in the last episode and this one, because we don't really question. It's like immediately like, oh, yes, like Sokka went from everything that goes out of his mouth is like silly and we don't believe him and he's awful Mm -hmm. to like we trust him and he is the moral center of the story and he sees through what's happening. Right. He has this knowledge and. Before he didn't, so they what did that in just a couple of episodes, which is really cool. I have a bit of a pivot. Okay, so I want to know, like, <laughs> what were the creators of Avatar thinking, using random old men as a plot device the way they have? Because. There was a moment when I realized, I'm like, wait a minute, you've already used a random old man. And the lesson there was, you can't trust everybody. But now it was a good thing that we were nice to the random old man. And it was a good thing as he wasn't a bad one. I just felt like 
make up your mind is it good to help strangers or is it bad i mean maybe that's part of the 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 sort of narrative journey of it where it's like sometimes like the nothing's finite nothing's definitive sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad sometimes it's neither or sometimes it's both maybe Mm -hmm. but i do think it is very funny that it is clearly (laughs) like oh you've 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 said this before yeah (laughs) like you said the opposite the most vulnerable person they could think of is an old man to illustrate both of these points and i think it's what you said eric where it's like yeah like you know um at we all have capability of good and bad and all of mm. this within us. And it's not always going to be good. It's not always going to be bad, but you should still give people the chance in, like regardless. Yeah. So I like that. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, why couldn't like, who we have so many other groups that are um, yeah. marginalized <laughs> or, um, uh, you know, uh, like, like it's not good to hurt them either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not just because it's men, old, old, uh, old frail men, that men. You should be respecting. Yeah, Ugh, gross. Do you realize that. what they've done for you? <laughs> Don't you realize? I do want to talk about um, Katara a little bit. A surprise. Um, yeah, and I want to talk about how. Um, how she's kind of like um, putting f- like where Sokka has kind of like shed his misogyny or like his, like, you know, um, uh, he's abandoned patriarchal, um, doctrine, uh, Katara kind of reinforces it with what she, like some of her first lines within this, where she, uh, tells, um, where she tells Sokka, like, you wouldn't be so bossy if you kissed a girl, like kind of, um, throwing in that heteronormative, um, like idea. Right. Also like, isn't a thing. Like, no, what absolutely were you not. <laughs> and I, not a thing, writers. I really like that. Felt really out of character for her, and I, I fucking hated that line. And then this, this whole time, we see her just kind of like, um, I feel like she would not, she would immediately see through Jet's like, Jet's whole facade, and the fact that she's just kind of like, oh my gosh, and just kind of like falls to him again, somebody who's like obviously and clearly holding up the patriarchy like i'm like mm-hmm. girl you're better than this and like, like but are she's, you serious she set up the whole tone for the whole fucking episode with that line i was like oh i hate that yeah like what is that yeah it, it was just like an awkward transition for me katara <laughs> um really? yeah i think she immediately like one she lowers herself to kind of like fit in with Jet. Remember when I threw a whole fit about when she says like <laughs> she's never <laughs> bent water she she couldn't see before, and I'm like, yes, she has. <laughs> but then I think in context of the episode, I'm like, uh, I think she was also dumbing herself down. Yeah. For yeah. Ugh. And I'm like, come on, Katara. Which- which women which does happen and we do that sometimes when there's a cute person around we're just kind of like because we don't want to like we're all human we've done it i've done it i've been like oh i'm i'm not like i'm not as cool because i don't want to intimidate somebody but that's lessening yourself girl just just own it yeah i think there is a level of like 
to me, it didn't feel super out of character just because I understand that we are all capable of, of, yeah. of that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that like on any particular day, there could be that like, do you ever have those days where you just like, you just need some, but some validation, some attention, some like, like I'll do whatever. Just tell me I'm fucking cute. Like, or just tell, <laughs> like I don't care. Yeah. Tell yeah. me I'm worthy. Tell me I'm good. Like, she yeah, I'll has... I'll say whatever you need me to say. Just tell me that I'm doing well. You know what I mean? So maybe You're she right. was having True. one of those moments because she is so confident and capable and like kind of just leading this entire team on the journey that they're going. She's always at the helm. She's yeah. always the one in charge. There might because like I mean world. for me, she's saving the world. Yeah. There are times like I I like that blending of both dominance and submission just in terms of like being a little bit more socially sub or being a little mm-hmm. bit more socially do- like like we all go through those like yes. waves. And so for being so <clears throat> thus far, being so like astute and capable and like I'm I'm leading this. I 100% get a day where you're just like, oh, my God, I I don't like I'm not doing that. I want to be baby. (laughs) Let me be baby. (laughs) You know what I mean? You know what? That that also. She made him a hat. She really made him a fucking hat. (laughs) That makes so much sense, though. Coming off of the last episode where she's like, you know, not good at waterbending and she's totally doubting herself and the whole thing. So to go from that, you're right. That that actually does make sense. The only Better thing that doesn't make sense is that line that she yeah. says to Sokka. That line she says that, to Sokka yeah. was gross. I don't know. But Maybe the relationship couldn't think of a better does. line. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. line feels very we- like silly and unrealistic. Yeah. But apart from that, I think her character, like the reason she's doing it in my head, I was like, I, I get you. I get it. <laughs> I know those days. Yeah. Especially, literally, especially coming off of the last episode where like, She's failing. She, like the whole episode, she's trying to prove how capable, how confident she is. So there is this like, am I worthy? And do I know what I'm doing? Am I good? Like all of these like big mm. internalized, just ugh, like this sludge say, like, of self doubt. That's know? that's a really good point. By her. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he he validates her like almost instantly. Yeah, and another sure form of manipulation. Like, uh, he, literally because oh he's just an emotional manipulator so she's in this state of vulnerability oh where God. she's she's not self-assured she's not feeling as confident and some random hot guy's like hey you're pretty fucking sick i'll be like y'all that's even grosser now but i totally where are we going i get this i see you katara <laughs> yeah. and this sucks for you yeah. i'm sorry <laughs> he's even more of a predator <laughs> he's made that really man is. a hat like she had it bad she had it bad even when he's like attached to the tree at the end she's like are you sure are you (laughs) sure you did this thing and he's like i had to do it yeah you're literally so hot are you sure you're a bad guy because i want i want you like are you sure jump your bones man give me me, a reason give me an excuse and i'll make it work that this wasn't what you meant just say oh no uh, something i I forgot there was a village there lie to me again lie to me some more oh my god love me love me say that you love me literally oh my god i cry i pray and i beg (laughs) (laughs) but it's literally it's literally that like lovesick fucking i just need some i need any like 
to the last breath. And then, then finally when he's like, yeah. no, I'm a fucking villain. Like, she's like, for sure, I'm out. Yeah. Like, it's like she snaps out of it. And she's like, oh my, are you f- serious? <laughs> <laughs> and it's such a real feeling when that happens. Yes. And afterwards, in hindsight, you're like, how did I think that that was, like, why did I say that? Like, yeah. oh my why gosh. was I such a, like, who was that person? Who is this? Realize he was actually an asshole the whole time. Like, yeah. Why did I let this man make me fight with my brother, my own Literally. flesh and blood? Mm-hmm. I, I said he was stupid. <laughs> yeah. Horny brain will saved fuck my you life up. last week. <laughs> And like yes. we said last episode, lots of hormones for these kids. They Hormones. don't know how to deal with that or their trauma. <laughs> it is. It was hard to know which way was up, honestly. jort so bad definitely like a bonded situation was very possible there's lots of yes it's a like (laughs) and it really just feels like i i get it Mm -hmm. i get it guitar like you want to have a little sub day have a little sub day like go off get into it get what you need get what you need because you deserve it you deserve to have a day where you feel good and if this is it by all means make it happen yeah i do love that she has people who care about her yeah who are like hey queen um <laughs> maybe let's maybe not but like live your life 100 percent. but like maybe not this and she's like no this for sure and yeah. they're like mm, okay well here's evidence as to why you shouldn't <laughs> but do with that what you need to and she's like no i'm still into this he's like okay well he's gonna like Did kill people him? so we have to leave and it's like oh fuck thank you i also like, really, really love sexy how he swings those things around oh yeah my God. i love how um what the reason that she ends up finding out about what's happening is because she's just so enamored with him. She's like, Oh, we finished Uh early. Let's go. And she defies what he (laughs) wants her to do. Like, and so like, Aang is like, Aang is like, Aang like, doesn't give a shit. He's having the best day of his life. He's in this fucking tree fort and he's just like chilling. Right. But she's just like, okay, cool. So he's just along for the ride. He's barely in this episode. Yeah. And she's like, okay, cool. I want to go check out my boyfriend. Let's go check out my boyfriend yeah. because, <laughs> like, just, like see what I he's mean, doing. like, we finished, yeah. <laughs> we finished so early. We're so early. I just want to watch him work. I just want to, like, do oh this. My. Oh, yeah. And that's her... such a real thing. Truly. I, I definitely watched boys just doing things. Yep. <laughs> Be like, oh, why are we going here? Oh, we're just going to, like, hang out. This boy was painting a mural and I watched him do it. <laughs> I used to watch, but you're, an, but you're but you're an art connoisseur. I mean, yeah, I'm here for the art. Also, he was just beautiful, <laughs> right? Yeah. I used to watch yeah. the boy that I liked in like second grade play soccer. Like the boys would go off and play soccer in the backfield, and I would sit like down on the grass Hell by myself, yeah. by my fucking self, and just watch him and make my like little flower crowns. Like, and oh um, my god, he was. Yeah, that was a whole thing. <laughs> if not so like I the most it. adorable thing I just imagined. 
um just so you know in my head you as a little girl you're the little girl from all dogs go to heaven you know like the dark hair super precious i wish i was that cute and that's gonna be my head i was like i bet that's exactly what (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly it it right there oh my gosh watching boys uh I the I mean hours. it's the hours oh, the hours <laughs> the hours you spend bending over backwards to make even somebody look in your general direction <laughs> what a what a what a sport what a poop place to be in life Real, truly it's, it's like so strange it's, it's a poop place to be for people who otherwise like you know are not good you know don't deserve your time but for some reason it's like you just can't break the spell i need this this is the one thing i need nothing else and then after it's like oh who the fuck was that who cares yeah (laughs) but in the moment it's the it it is it's everything yeah it's everything so like that i say i get it yeah, I get it. I 100% get it. Yeah, and like we have all been there. We've um, all been there. And it Especially with such an asshole. In all of the times in our lives, he ended up being like a sociopath. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I'm just going to kill this village full of people. And like your brother, like he was like arranging for Sokka to be there too, right? Could you oh, yeah. Could you imagine, <laughs> right? Like, like on top of that. you, girl. Yeah. On top of everything, then then him like not only oh. being an emotional abusive asshole, but he's like, "Oh, I'm like for sure going to kill some people today." And you're like, <laughs> "Wait, what? Maybe I'm for sure going to kill some people." Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this is like oh actually God. bad for me. And like made her participate in it. Like and actively <laughs> made her a, an accomplice. Actively made her an accomplice. I was like, Some actually, we're gonna kill some people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait, sorry, I misspoke. Did I say I? I meant we are currently actively doing this. Currently actively. Whoops. <laughs> You're my murder girlfriend. Isn't this fun? Oh my god! Anyways, this this hat is so cute. Thank you for making it for me. Do you want to wear it while we watch people die? I know, which is very cute. What an asshole! Someone made you a hat, man. You could have put it on. Yeah, but it would ruin his vibe. That's why he didn't deserve you, Katara. It would ruin his whole vibe. You may have been able to get over all the murder. But that man didn't wear the hat you made him. No one should oh ever, my God. I ever totally, settle for that. I have Cut a similar story that I just forgot about that just came back. Say it. <laughs> but it was, oh, is it something like, that was deep, deep down? Please share. It's it's with like uh, this dude that I liked in high school and he wanted a punk jacket. And so I was like, little punk girl. I was like, I'll make you a jacket. And I made him the jacket and he hated it and didn't wear it. <laughs> and I was like, I sewed the whole thing by hand and I did the thing and I did what he like and he did not wear it. And um, I went Fake. and cried by myself and hung out horrible. Uh, 
by the portables alone for the rest of the school year. <laughs> ah, that is horrible. I, I see Katara so much in this episode, and um, I realized that I was probably just trying to deny what I was really saying because <laughs> I didn't want this oh, for God. her. I didn't want it's this hard. for her. Yeah, but she has bad. people that love her that are around her, unlike yeah. where I was at, so she's going to be fine. <laughs> Gotta love some oh behind the portable tears. It made that me very think of real. a similar story. <laughs> <laughs> there was this boy. Oh my gosh. In this punk band. Um, they always are. But <laughs> my friend's boyfriend was also in the band. And I was, I was friends with the boyfriend too. And so like I came up with this plan like at the time oh my gosh you guys are not from st louis but there was a a an early social media site called stl punk oh i love this would have like pages like a facebook page and you could like click that you're a fan and you can see how many like views they had and like i had this whole plan like i interacted with them a lot on sdl punk (laughs) so that they would like have some name recognition and then i asked my i I should just call him my friend he was my friend too he wasn't just my friend's boyfriend (laughs) but i was like hey it would really make my life if you guys would dedicate a song to me. Like, just like, yes. it would really, really make my life. And I'll, like the keyboardist was the cutest boy in the world. And he was a keyboardist anyway. Um, <laughs> and and they were like, yeah, 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 we'll, we'll make sure. And, and I was just like, oh my God, this is going to work. They're going to know who I am. Like, I've been like interacting with them. Um, when it came to it at the show, they like came to one of their songs and it's like, I don't even remember. I don't think this was my friend that said this, but one of the guys that was announcing, he was like, oh, and this song is for, um, Amber. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, all of that work. (laughs) My 10 step plan. Why did you put a question mark at the end? down in flames that is oh oh my god like weeks of work you guys like weeks of work (laughs) all taken down by a question mark boys are the worst (laughs) they're the worst in the world truly i'm sorry he didn't wear your fucking jacket he should have worn that motherfucking jacket i'm sorry he didn't say your name right what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) they could have just said it regular your first song is going to be called uh, It Was All Taken Down by a Question Mark. I think I need this in my life and I need, yes, so I'm I need this. Down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck high school boys, y'all. Oh, Fuck my high God. school boys. And Literally. You know, it, you, no. you know it. Go ahead. You know it only stems from their own insecurity right like that's all it has literally nothing to do with like it's them being little babies and not being able to like be normal people i'm I'm cool too i'm cool i should be part of this and meanwhile uh, i don't know like (laughs) their performance like what their performance leaves tons of girls 
crying by the portables, under the bleachers, in the bathroom, in their locker, by themselves, just wanting to disappear because y'all little fucks. What kind of rock stars are you? (laughs) They're too big. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That friend still lives in St. Louis. I need to find him now and remind him about that. Do it. <laughs> it was Do it. Horrible. Oh my gosh. And he oh was a gosh. bad friend to me because he didn't make sure they did it right. Do you have any photos of that time? You can like throw in oh. some blackmail with that. Be like, hey, oh my remember? God. Hey, remember? <laughs> like just get some like, of those emotions coming. I think he's still pretty <laughs> rock and roll. Yeah. Rock and roll. Yeah. Rock and roll kids out here in st louis (laughs) okay so back to the episode where i do want to talk about one yeah go go Mm -hmm. so even though jet's stanky ass doesn't wear (laughs) the motherfucking hat ang does Mm. oh i didn't puts that silly ass hat on even though he's like, I don't know if he realizes how he's kind of edged himself out of the competition early enough, if he realizes it at all. Like, he was like, oh, I took the, like, little baby brother route. <laughs> and yeah. now she's flirting with someone else. Who And we learn later that he did actually feel very jealous at this time where he just pretended to be playing. Mm-hmm. He was also dying inside. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be a good episode to get to. I can't wait to dive into that. Because yes. I feel like Aang and Katara do that a lot, right? Where mm-hmm. they're like, you know, oh, I'm into you. Like, oh, wait, actually, here's mm-hmm. this other new person. Look at new this stranger. person. Both of them do that. And there's a, con- like, there's a conversation or something cool that they could have done if our mm. society at large was more open with um, uh, the fluidity of relationships or, you know, um, yeah. non-monogamy, that sort of thing. Like NBD could be very cool, but yeah, because oh and, and that I mean, not to get fully into it, but that's why I don't like the portrayal of this relationship. Because mm-hmm. their their relationship feels way more than just this, like, I'm jealous, monogamous, like, thing. They feel way it's more like, of, like, like a structured. It, yeah. They feel so entwined with each other, and they get each other to such a deep level. Even in these early episodes, they're like, mm-hmm. you're seeing them work with each other and concede mm-hmm. and grow and learn, like, mm-hmm. together. Like that ebb and flow, you're seeing it so perfectly that like later when these moments happen, I'm like, wait, I don't know. But like, yeah, and there's like those moments are always coupled with like jealousy or something. So if you are going to show these characters so entwined and so in step with each other, then there is a conversation that could be had about, again, like non-monogamy and what that looks like and how that could be conceptual. And, you know, like, like, yeah, just in general, like. Uh, making space for that and unvilifying that in this like really organic way because clearly like there is attraction to other people and there is you know and they Mm. both like that and they like that kind of attention and stuff you know like it could be very cool they'll both still just go back to each other because they're not scary yeah Mm -hmm. it's I yeah yeah I agree I mean 
I, I just I, there could be way more because again everything else with the show is so intentional that like I feel like some of these harder conversations could be really well executed and really um, create more interesting dynamics between these already compelling characters. But you I mean, know, you just have to like show that well, it's not yeah. bad. I mean, Sailor Moon fucking yeah. did it. Where there's the thruple yeah. with uh, Pluto, Uranus, and Neptune raising Saturn. How fucking cute is that? Like, you don't have to. It doesn't have to be this big overarching oh my goodness like sort of thing no. just show that it exists and that it's so it's okay and kind of normalize it you don't you, you could just like yeah that in a lot of ways is so much more powerful i think than making this big grandiose thing about it you know and just yeah. letting people um sit with that and explore that with their own um, with their own mind and emotions and thoughts and feelings and yeah. and just showing that this can exist and that it it just can exist. It doesn't have to be explained. It doesn't have to be like yeah yeah that they can just be children and and be swept whichever way by their hormones and not be like oh but I belong to this person oh no but she belongs to me and it's like yeah. Uh, uh. Because jealousy never really like, gets resolved no. in this, yeah. right? Like ever. No. Like, and it that's one of the lead things to that anything. They, yeah. Just them being angry and frustrated. Yeah. They never learn Fuck how to Jort. move past that. Fuck short. No. <laughs> I hate him. Uh, he's really awful. I um. I don't like him at all. <laughs> and good for Sokka. Good for Sokka, like, recognizing all of this I'm, and yeah. still doing the right thing, he, realizing that, like, Aang and Katara are so wrapped up in this whole, um, like, community and in Jort mm. that he's just like, fuck this. I'm going to go like, bounce and uh-uh. make sure that everybody's safe because I, I don't, like... I'm sure he didn't even think that they were going to listen to him. And it really, they weren't going to listen to him until, yeah. like, you know, um, until that moment where, like, he is literally, Jort literally tries to kill Aang, y'all. He literally tries to kill the Avatar because yes. that, because, like, of his trauma and his unresolved trauma, not realizing the only way to take down the Fire Nation or, like, to really get any sort of closure in that reckoning that he wants is Aang. Mm. And he's, like, self-sabotaging so much that he's sabotaging the entire world around him in that moment yeah um yeah. not to mention like he breaks ang's glider that's a fucking antique uh, uh. yeah so that's like the this is like the first time in both series that we see this glider be mended Some, yeah but i it did always make me wonder i was like how do you fix that does he have more of that like orange paperish material and he can like restring it i don't, I don't know. know yeah unanswered Unanswered. they need to get into it and you i know do how i think every question should have an answer <laughs> in it needs universe. to definitive choices need to be yeah. made here and we're like, here to ask the tough questions no why were they not made we just didn't want to have a whole episode with Aang <laughs> fixing his <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm sure it's just like oh it's just we don't need that he fixed it all right <laughs> he fixed they found it. a place but, yeah i'm i'm really happy for Sokka to be able to show uh 
his ability to just choose what is right, ju- like just seeing something that is going to be catastrophic and making the choice for goodness and justice and 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 despite any connotation, it is the empathetic humanity of making a choice to say, hey, I don't care how this looks. This is wrong. I'm going to do something about it, even if nobody's listening to me. Mm-hmm. Yay, Sokka. He belongs here. I'm happy that he got a chance to like show that level of like intent, that level yeah. of mm-hmm. humanity that, I mean, we've kind of seen before, but not to this level, to the point where yeah. he's just like, yeah, this was wrong and I fixed it. Hey, he literally just what? gets yeah. better. And and yeah. like, yeah. Um, and instantly. 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 Yeah. When he's called yeah. out on something and like he really actually understands and grasps the concept, he like does a whole 180. And I love that for him. And I love how organic it feels. Because like four episodes ago, we were like, fuck this guy, you know? And now yeah. we're like, cool, awesome. Like, you know, I, I love this and I love that he's there looking out for uh, Aang and Katara when, you know, they need a break from uh from kind of leading especially again especially katara because she's the one um yeah but yeah i love that look for Sokka. same um do we have much more to say about the episode Erp. no i don't <laughs> did you say burp <laughs> i said erp oh erp I thought you were just vocalizing burp. burp. <laughs> <laughs> something um, I have done before, yes. It's just in the burp saying the word burp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Um, okay, well, gorgeous. Listeners, thank you so much for joining us on another gorgeous, I'm going to say it again, gorgeous episode of The Momos and the Oppas. Music and editing by Eric Lefebvre. Artwork by David Tercero. Please do not forget to rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Bye. And goodbye. Have a wonderful whatever unit of time you're in right now. Yes, wherever you're listening to this, have a great it. And don't be like Jort. And don't be like Jort. Fuck Jort. Fly away, Jet, you fool. (laughs) Okay, bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Nostalgia Network. Visit the for more.